left on a stick. <laughs> it's a good thing it's not a, um, a visual podcast as well. Welcome back to M and G Have Tea. I'm G. I'm M. And today, what are we talking about? Do we ever even say that? <laughs> what even is this? Have we ever recorded a podcast before? Do we know what we're doing? No. Actually, I think we're supposed to start with what we're drinking. And for the first time in 2020, we are drinking a tea whilst recording our M&G Drink Tea podcast. I'm not drinking a tea. Didn't you just go and make yourself a cup of tea? I just made myself a drink. <laughs> what, is in, what is in your mug? Hot chocolate. Oh, Right. I've reverted to childhood. You can't um, go past a good hot chocolate though. No, you can't. So now I drink that regularly of the mm. night time, um, which I feel like given the amount of sugar in it is not a very good nighttime drink. I'm trying to put my cups together as quietly as I can. Why are you putting cups <laughs> together? Like sack them. Oh, okay, right. Water um, cups. But I have a feeling that everyone just <laughs> that there was a bit of clinking to be quiet. There was, was a bit of clinking, but louder. I'm also trying to adjust my microphone, and I don't know if that's the noises of me adjusting my microphone are coming through too. So we'll find out. No, they're not actually. Well, I can't hear them. I don't know if on the other side of things can hear them. That's my exciting news, actually, that I bought a microphone. What? Yes, finally. So. Hopefully we don't have, uh, maybe I should say, hopefully we have some better sound quality. Yes. I don't think the echo has been that bad in. There, the there's no, there's not been an echo it. since, no, nah, there's not been yeah. an echo since we first started. Yeah. So, but yes, hopefully we have a bit better sound quality, hmm. um, which means you get to live, listen to my lovely dulcet tones in high quality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, uh. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, moving on. Anyway, we did have a topic for this week. Would you like to tell everyone about our topic? Um, books and TV shows and movies. Yep. Uh, in general, G? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, we never really prepared shock horror. We never really prepared what exactly we were going to say about books, movies and TV shows. That was just my brief overview and we'll probably just start with books because I really like books. Okay. Do you want to say that with any less confidence? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really like books, so let's talk about books. Let's talk about books. What would you like to talk about? Um, What are you reading at the moment? Well, actually, last night I did start... The book that I told you about, which is called American Dirt. Right. And it is about a lady in Mexico who becomes the target of a cartel and tries to flee to the north, which is the United States, obviously, and with her son, her eight-year-old son. Mm-hmm. I am, um, I don't know, like 20% through the book already. I was trying to read it last night and then you know when you just keep reading the same thing and then you fall asleep yep. and then you open your eyes and you're on a completely different page. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 38% through the book. 
it is meant to be um, a really good book. I do quite like it, but it is also a lot of detail where maybe there doesn't need to be so much detail. Right. But anyway, what are you currently reading? What am I currently reading? You're reading on your phone, aren't you? Yeah, on yeah, Kindle. But not on your actual, not on an actual Kindle, on your actual phone. Not on an actual Kindle, on my actual phone. That is correct. <laughs> um, I am reading Girl, Woman, Other by Bernadette mm-hmm. Evaristo, who was the winner of the Booker Prize 2019, British Book Awards Author and Fiction Book of the Year 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am 10% of the way through it. Are so. you just like guessing 10%? No. So I found a very cool app called Reading List. Uh-huh. And you, if you have a physical book, uh-huh. I don't know about electronic, but if you have a physical book, you scan the barcode and you can sort it out into lists. So I've got two read, reading finished. And then as you're reading it, you like go through and you just kind of like update it. And so I'm on page 44, which is 10%, and it's taken me 15 days, which is not the best for me. No, but that's okay. Um, The Um. last book that I read, uh, I read My Sister the Serial Killer in two hours. Which I've also read because you recommended, well, you showed me a list of books that you had purchased. Mm. And the thing that I struggle with on Kindle is finding books that interests me because I've always been like uh, the cover will draw me <laughs> to the book yeah. and so mm-hmm. I like a physical bookstore but obviously we can't do that right now and Kindle you have to sort through a lot of shit to find good stuff unless you know the actual title of the book that you're looking for in which case it's fine so yeah. I read My Sister the Serial Killer too. Mm. And what did um, you think of it? I mean I finished it in two hours or give or take and I thought it was oddly written the ending was not what I thought it was going to be and it didn't exactly end the way I would have liked it to end but I think it was a good book nonetheless it was a good book it was I felt like for me it didn't really go into like the psychology of I guess spoiler alert her sister's (laughs) a serial killer yeah, I wanted it to go more into their childhood and discuss more what had happened when they were kids because obviously that had had an effect. But I found it quite like the main character tells the story but she tells it in a distant way as if she's trying to like maintain her distance from you yeah, and not become familiar with you. And I say this like she's not a fictional character. She is. <laughs> well, yes, but no. Yeah, that's how I kind of, it was interesting, it was strange because you didn't feel like you really, I don't feel like I really knew the characters at the end, whereas normally you you don't the book and you know the characters. Yeah, there was no in-depth character development. In this book that I'm reading now, I'm up to chapter, It's mm, this is even more weirdly written, there's no actual chapters, there's no full stops, there's no commas, each new sentence is a new line so like m and g drink tea and then if that is a sentence then the next sentence starts like below that and even if there's like two sentences that form the one sentence two lines that form one sentence the next sentence will still start below that it's very weird mm, i don't know um, about but that one <laughs> no 
it's, I think that's why it's taking me a really long time to get into it because it's weirdly written um, and set out. Like the format is weird. Mm. And I'm 10% of the way through and all I've got is character development. I've got like, and it's very weird. She's a, she's a lesbian who was poor, who left her family because, or was disowned by her family because she was a lesbian. It's set like in the 60s, I think, maybe 50s or well, what, no, it's current, but so it far happened. it's just, yeah. In the 60s. Okay. So yeah. it's like a grown-up, an adult now telling their story. Yeah. And yeah. she's um she's a playwriter who's got her in theatre. She's got a daughter. And now I'm just – they've started talking from the daughter's point of view or I'm reading from the daughter's point of view now about her mum. And it's all very bizarre and I'm not 100% sure where I want to go, if I want to continue reading it, like if I want to see it through or if I just kind of pick up another book because I have ordered – or I bought quite a few books recently to try and get back into mm. reading. And then our friend, my friend Yasmin, she dropped off uh, a few books. She reads books and talks about them on YouTube. And that's her her thing is Yasmin Reads, I think it is, on YouTube. Anyway, she was clearing out a bunch of books and uh, I had messaged her to say that, you know, I'm reading again and she kind of inspired me to pick up a book again she dropped off a few books so I'm wondering if I want to start one of them although they are fantasy not crime yes and they're very I mean from what you showed me I don't know but they seem a bit more young adult than adult fiction if that makes sense yeah yeah um not that that's a bad thing sometimes that's what you need to kind of escape escape reality but yeah um I did like that one that you was on your list as well I think you bought it um who we were I haven't read that yet so you Um, can't do any spoilers on that one no spoilers that one's quite good like that goes back to crime yeah more like a psychological thriller than like a crime kind of thing um it's very similar to Marion Key's uh, I guess kind of similar to Jacqueline Moriarty mm. in a way. The way that it's written is kind of like drama slash psychological thriller, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. slash mystery a mm-hmm. little bit. But I did quite like that one. Those ones are quite good. It's Leanne, Mor- Leanne, Leanne Moriarty, is it not? Oh, God, I'm getting who wrote Big Little Eyes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah, yeah, I mean Leanne Moriarty. Well, you told me to read, um, you told me to put Big Little Lies on. Yes, I love Big Little Lies, both the TV show and the book. Yeah, did you tell me to read the book before the TV show? I mean, that's normally how you would do it. Look, to be honest, I read the book so long ago that I wouldn't be able to tell you which one, which order to do it because by the time I watched the TV show, I kind of had a different idea of the book. I guess the good thing about reading a book is that you can develop your own characters and what they look like in your head. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they cast right and sometimes they cast not quite right. In the case of Big Little Lies, it's close. Like it's pretty okay. close to how I imagined the characters. But Leanne yeah. Moriarty, like if you read Big Little Lies and you like Big Little Lies, because that's one of her most celebrated novels, she has heaps that you can read and there's heaps more like that out there. There's Little Flies Everywhere, which has also been made into a TV show with also Reese Witherspoon in it, Grown Ups, which is Marion Keys. Just like lots of different authors in that genre doing that kind of book at the moment. Mm-hmm. So they're good. I quite like those books, but I am really enjoying American Dirt. I'm enjoying books at the moment about injustice and escape from injustice and different cultures rather than 
you know, solely American and British books because that's mm -hmm. what a lot of English published celebrated books are. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think American Dirt's written by a Mexican woman, but I can find You're going to have to confirm that one for me. No, she's American. Well, there you go. When we first decided to talk about books, I said that one of my favourite series, not my current favourite series. <laughs> yeah, your current favourite. One of my all-time favourite series was the Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging series. I think I was the first one out of our friendship group to read it because my aunt lives, nope, she doesn't live there, she works at a um, book distributor's, so they generally get proofread copies first. <laughs> she lives there. She lives in the warehouse at the back. She it's uses like the. When um, you're a kid and you're like, oh, the teachers live at school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. Now she lives out out the back there, and she uses the leftover pages as a blanket. No, she works at a book distributor's, and um, so they get a a lot of like pre first edition. Yeah, 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 proofreading ones or whatever they are. And so when I was, oh, I don't even remember what year. Younger, because obviously the books Louise Renison is the author. Books by her, she um. It's very much a young, not even a young teen, like a 12 preteen. or 13-year-old. Yeah, preteen. Hmm. I'm trying to get the list of... Um, There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I was the first one to read them and I found them absolutely hilarious. I remember staying up until like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, smashing these books out, reading them, giggling. I thought that they were absolutely hilarious there's yeah there was heaps of them there's the first one was angus thongs in full frontal snogging um it's okay i'm wearing really big knickers dancing in my nutty pants love is a many trousered thing withering tights it's just oh it was my favorite book mm. series back then mm. um i imagine if i went back to reading it now i would be like what the fuck are you why was this hilarious to you? Because it would just be, like, cringy. Um, I still – I go back and read, if I ever go back and read, some of the novels that I read as a preteen or as a young teenager. I still get a laugh out of them because you know how much you enjoyed them when you were younger. Yes. I am disappointed that um, they didn't make more movies out of that book series. They only did the first – I think the – the first movie was the first two or three books, I think, and there's yeah. eight books in the series. Yeah. Um, that was something that I was disappointed as a 13, 14-year-old was that they didn't make all of the movies. And um, I still love that movie. That movie comes on in our house every single time that I feel sad and I just want to curl up on the couch really? and put something lighthearted and fun on. Yep, it's either that. Or Diary of a Wimpy Kid or Inside Out. Um, I like Inside Out's a good one. Go to like kind of just put them on when I'm having a crappy day and I just want a cozy day on the couch. I generally don't – I'm not a big movie watcher. I am a TV show watcher and I will smash out TV shows. I have seen friends on – I have seen friends more times than I can count on my appendages. Um, What's well, another one? Charmed I've watched heaps of times. Yeah, I haven't watched Charmed all the way through. Do you 
I remember giving you, I remember I, because I got it for Christmas or I got it for something and I watched it. I watched it like it's pretty cheesy to start with because it was set in like, you know, the early 2000s, 1990s, whatever it was. And I gave it to you. And one of the first episodes, I think in the pilot, Piper's fiance or boyfriend or whatever it was turns out to be a demon and he has rose thorns that come out of his face and his hands and stuff and i remember getting a text message from you saying why the hell would you recommend this to me that is terrifying and i can't get any further and then i think it took you like a couple of weeks to get back into it because you were worried about that first episode where the thorns coming out of his face i mean that doesn't surprise me because i am a bit of a scary cat in saying that when i was in grade four and five and six Maybe just grade four. Whenever you're trying to learn your times tables, I remember mum. I'm still trying to learn. <laughs> in primary school, you know when you're like, you yeah, have to know them. Mum would tell me that I wasn't allowed to watch Charmed until I would recite my seven times tables for her, or she would <laughs> test me, or my six times tables, or my eight times tables. Someday she would let me have it easy and be like, let's do your two times tables. But other days she'd be like, nah, we're doing eights. <laughs> no, Charmed is a good one. I put Friends, Charmed, uh, my go-to if I'm feeling a little bit sad. I've watched How I Met Your Mother. I've only watched that once, though. I, that really didn't – I didn't really vibe with that. I cried at the um, end. Have you watched all of it, like, through? Yeah, I did. I cried at the end of it. I did cry, but I've never gone back and watched we it again. I've just bought finished them. it because I have never sat down and watched it from start to finish. Mm. And we sat down in quarantine, in quarantine, in isolation, whatever you call this, sat down and watched it from start to finish. And I cried in the last episode because it was so sad. Yeah. I, when um, Gage and I first started dating, he said that I needed to watch it. And I was like, no, I just, you know, the episodes that I've seen on TV, I'm not really a fan of and all that kind of stuff. And then he went away one New Year's, so my office closes uh, middle of December-ish and I normally take off until middle of Jan and he went away for that time. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch it and I smashed it all out and I watched it from start to finish. I bought the DVD, went and got them from JB Hi-Fi and mm. I won't go back. I don't think I'll ever go back and watch it. I'd watch it if it was like, I don't know, if it was on someone's TV and, you know, mm, you yeah. over there and it's on in the background, I would kind of like pay attention. But to me, it's one of those shows that's not like a really heavy storyline, sit down and no. watch it kind of thing. My go-to is Gossip Girl, if I'm going to put a TV show on. Mm, I have watched that once all the way through. That is not one that I'll go back and rewatch. Gage loves it. I like seasons one through three and then as most tv shows do after season three it really goes downhill and i don't care for the ending <laughs> i don't even remember it to be honest so all i know is that it's not who you think it was do you want a spoiler <laughs> it's not even a spoiler isn't it dan yeah it's dan yeah. it's joe joe <laughs> yeah there's a tv show and a half yeah, wouldn't recommend binge-watching that like I have done. You? Yeah, I watched that first season in a day. I loved it. What's mm. wrong with that? <laughs> it's very uh, heavy on the brain. It is very heavy. The second season is kind of worse, although I don't really remember what happens, but he kills more people, right? He doesn't. She does. Oh, yeah, I she does. I wolf you. Yeah, yeah. So in the book it doesn't happen that way. He kills her in the end. He kills her agent. He kills her brother. And then he drives off into the sunset because he's Joe. But in the in the movie, in the TV show, he she kills, she kills people as yeah. well. Yeah. 
which is and they left it open right for another season yeah Um, yeah, they did which is good because i quite like that show yeah i'm watching bones at the moment Mm -hmm. for a second time well I started watching it when I was about 19 uh, and then I stopped when I got to season seven and then I never picked it back up again. And then when I worked out how to illegally download TV shows that I definitely don't do anymore, I decided to watch it. And then Gage bought me the box set one Christmas and I'm watching that for the second time all the way through. That is definitely a favourite of mine. Yeah, I remember it being one of my favourite TV shows because that's another one that's been out for years and years Mm. and years. Mm. But I don't think I've ever actually watched it all the way through. Another one like that is House and I used to love House. All the seasons are all over the place on streaming services. Like, I think you can watch season five on Stan. Um, they're all, apparently they're on Amazon Prime. There you go. Which I do have Amazon Prime, I found out. Yes, well, you should check and watch because I reckon I got maybe four seasons in before they took it off Netflix. Yeah, because I used to love House as a, not lighthearted at all really, but. No. Because we're currently watching Narcos, Matt and I. Mm. Together, um, keeping it in the theme of Mexican cartels or <laughs> South American cartels because Narco is set in Colombia. So that's nice. <laughs> well, yeah, I said when Emily and I decided that this was going to be a topic that we were just kind of going to ramble on about for an hour, Gage and I started watching narcos with some friends before uh, isolation started i think we got two or three episodes in but we found it very hard to watch because we were going around after dinner on a monday night and we were out with them catching up and then watching it so it was like sort of like nine o'clock by the time we were watching and you know it's got subtitles because it's not yeah so it got a little bit too much for us and and we got yeah three episodes in and we were kind of like maybe not so then we um the next one that we started watching before isolation started was handmaid's tale we watched two episodes of that and i really enjoyed the first two episodes and i am tempted to just i love handmaid's tale mm. would highly recommend it i always forget about it because i think everyone's watched it and season one came out ages ago because now they're yeah. up to season three don't know um, I am tempted to go back and, and watch it. Gage and I don't watch TV shows together, though. He doesn't. He's not a big TV show watcher. He's he doesn't watch movies. Doesn't really watch TVs. TV TV shows. He's very much a well. I mean, he's a computer whiz, and he's on the computer most of the time. So he's watching YouTube. He's watching Twitch. You know, he. I will say, though, recently he has been watching Highway Patrol. That is something that he has legally obtained and is watching. And so he's downloaded, he's obtained all current seasons of Highway Patrol <laughs> and is watching them. But I am tempted to go and watch Handmaid's Tale, I think. I'm not I sure. I'm not Because I'm not sure if I'm get, we'll pick it back up after uh, isolation or not. So I don't know. I've got to finish Bones first anyway. Yeah. Handmaid's Tale is good. I think it's also one of those ones that's like, is it SBS or BBC or... One of them. That's a bit obscure, so it's not like in your face. Like it's not yeah. on Netflix right there. But yeah, I really enjoy Homemade Tale. I like um, Orphan Black as well, which is... Yeah, you've told me about that a few times. Kind of I just... in the same vein, I guess. I never got into it. you got to give it a chance because it gets good. It really does get good. But mm. it's one of those TV shows that you have to give it... A real go. You have to let yeah, it right. have a couple of 
maybe even four episodes before it starts getting kind of juicy. And the seasons are only eight episodes long because it's a standard BBC thing. So the other I started watching, there's two shows that I've started watching that I haven't seen all the way through because they got a little bit too much for my tiny little brain, was Hannibal. Mm -hmm. That is very good, but that fucks with your brain because he's got the main character has a disease and he starts losing time and it just hurts my brain and it gets really heavy with all the murders and like him thinking that he's the murderer and Hannibal eating people and you know it's an old tv show Netflix put it on their streaming service but there's only three or four seasons or whatever and then it didn't no one picked it back up again so I can't remember how far into that I am but I had to stop that because it was hurting my brain um and the other one was how to get away with murder oh uh, yeah I've tried that so many times yeah I think I'm I'm a few seasons into it I started it last year and every now and then I'll go back to it but it almost just feels like it's been dragged on for too long now and mm. I can't get back into it but that was another one that I had to put to the side because it was a little bit heavy on my brain mm. Mm. definitely I um have tried how to get away with murder a lot of times you tried what? How to get away with murder a lot of times. Mm. And every single time I'm like, I don't want to start from the start again, but also yeah. I feel like I don't know what's happened. But the start just kind of drags. Mm. We started trying to watch the US office because everyone raves everyone about, talks about it. the US office. Everyone is like, oh, my God, it's so good. And um, Steve Carell's in it and I quite like him. And we just cannot get into it. I've never been able to. I don't know. Maybe I should try the UK office first because mm. British humour is a little closer to Australian humour. Mm -hmm. But everyone, and, you know, when you say, oh, the office, mm, I can't get into it, people are like, oh, you've got to give it till season three. I'm like, I should have to give a TV show two seasons before it gets good. No way. I'm saying, you know, giving it a few episodes, but seasons, no. Yeah, that's <laughs> That's a big thing. Going back to books, you said yesterday one of your favourite series. Harry Potter. Yeah. I love Harry Potter. I also love this is going to – you're going to hate this. <laughs> Twilight. Oh, I thought you were going to say I love J.K. Rowling and I was going to slap you no! absolutely oh God, silly. No. no, she's not good. She's not a good egg. Um, but she did write some good books. Who would have thought that this author who wrote this amazing series and has a couple of spin-offs and you know and the movies and the franchise and, and who would have thought that this wonderful author would be such a horrible human being? I anyway. mean we could talk about <laughs> social no. insensitivity later. Yeah. Just coming from a place of privilege, I think that's what it is. And a lot of her comments are just coming from a place of ignorance and privilege and not willing to have their eyes open to things that are different. Or you would think for such a big name, though, that you would be very careful. I, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but her opinion is wrong and she yeah. needs to <laughs> – she's such a big name. She just needs to be really careful with things that she tweets. It's like Trump. Like who has control over your Twitter account? Like people should be pre-approving oh. your tweets. Well, if you leave, let it go long enough, then no one looks at your Twitter for factual information. Anymore. Right. I really hope no one looks at Trump's 
Trump's Twitter in hopes to actually learn anything um, other than Trump is an idiot. Whole other topic. <laughs> but yes, I love Harry Potter. I love mm. like young adult fiction, trashy escapism. Yeah. Novels, I guess. And My- TV shows. I love a bit of Taylor Lautner. <laughs> <laughs> Those. I will say that I thoroughly enjoyed those movies when they first came out, but looking back at them now, it's just cringe. Oh, they're horrible now. I was watching New Moon the other day, and I think I showed you. Uh, maybe I took a picture of Maisie and I sent her, and New Moon was on in the background or something. I don't know. But I was watching it, and I was like, oh, God. How was this, like, a good movie at the time? Mm-hmm. Just um, even the thought, like, if you – I mean, it was the start of a vampire fantasy, really – because then came Vampire Diaries. Mm. It was the next big vampire fantasy, Vampire mm. Diaries, but very much more realistic vampires. And I think people tended to fall more in love with the Vampire Diaries vampires as opposed to the Twilight vampires. The Twilight vampires were a little bit mystical and a little bit fairy-ish and a little, you know, like that kind of genre, whereas the yeah, vampires... Yeah, they were kind of like fairy tale sparkly skin in the sun i do think twilight cops a lot of flack for having a toxic relationship depicted at its forefront vampire diaries has some very toxic relationships going on uh yes um and i don't think it cops enough of the flack for that (laughs) well that's another book series that then became a tv series and the tv series was better than the books did you see that um paul and ian have started their own bourbon why would i no. So I watched the first season of Vampire Diaries. Have you not seen it all the way through? No. Oh, that's one that I've watched a couple of times all the way no. through. I cried like a little bitch in the last season. I could care less about Elena and they should have just killed her off, but obviously they can't because she was literally the main, main, main character. Like the whole series was written about her or around her. So I understand why they couldn't kill her off, but they got rid of her. But other characters just, I oh, cried like a little bitch the whole pretty much the whole last season just oh anyway does jeremy end up okay that's all i care about i'm pretty sure so disappears for a long time but like doesn't disappear he moves away and tries to make a life of his own in the tv show stefan and damon drink a lot of bourbon and a lot of scotch and a lot of that kind of stuff because obviously they're like 170 years old or whatever it is so in real life ian and uh, Ian, what's his name? Ian Summerholder and Paul Wesley just came out with their own bourbon line called Brothers Bond, which I think is pretty cool that you've taken this minute thing out of a show that made you famous and took it in a different spin. I think that's pretty cool. Although Ian that's Summerholder smart. went on to a, do another vampire show, which is one that I started and haven't finished. What is the other vampire show? Uh, v Wars complete opposite sounds um (laughs) complete opposite though like complete there is no love there is no romance there's no it's like blood and gore and the vampires in this show they are the way they are because of a virus that was found in antarctica or somewhere remote with the ice and in summerholder is a scientist trying to cure the vampires but the vampires are not twilight vampires or vampire diaries vampires they are terrifying and um, their whole face changes when it's uh, they have werewolf teeth and like their faces like elongate like a 
a werewolf or you would think a werewolf. Anyway, it's it's very good, but it's very blood and gore compared to the other vampire diaries, uh, vampire shows. I liked watching Matt play The Last of Us, which was kind of like watching a mini TV series. <laughs> if you have, has Gage played The Last of Us before? I think so. On PlayStation. Um, the new release, no idea what number it is, please don't ask me. But it's got a very good storyline and the characters, like there's actual character development and... Mm. Things happen and the graphics are very good. So it's kind of like watching a movie, except your boyfriend's playing it. <laughs> Speaking of boyfriends and their PlayStations, both of ours managed to get the new PlayStation that was coming out or that will be released. Yours, however, is trying to convince you that he needs a 4K TV to go with his new PlayStation. <laughs> he has already, t- I said to him, I won't Did you give be in? Half. No, I said I won't be paying half. I said, because we might need a new TV anyway because his parents might be moving back to Australia, which is a whole different story. But basically we took a lot of his parents' stuff um, when we first moved out because he's saving and also they didn't need it. So we have a lot of my stuff, one of which is their TV, mm-hmm. um, and they may take it back. So I kind of conceded and I said, all right, well, we might need a new TV. I will figure out what would be reasonable. And then if you want to put in extra to get the thing above, you mm-hmm. can. So he's agreed to that. Right. So you've um, pretty much given in. No. I said I'll put in half for a new TV of what I think is reasonable. He doesn't know that I think a Kogan TV is fine. <laughs> Did you see that they're reselling their pre-sale PlayStations for 1500 now? Jesus. <laughs> Matt was like, I could make some coin, obviously. It's against the law. And he also wants his PlayStation Pro It is later than we normally record this. It is much later than we normally record, although the same time that we used to record on a Friday night in my little home. Yes. But I do feel like I did use to you on a lot then too. Couldn't tell you. Too long ago. But yes. So I'll be able to watch all the TV series in high definition is what you're telling me. (laughs) Theoretically. I'll be able to see... All of the girls on Love Island and the details of their bikinis Blech. up close. <laughs> Gross. Bang my head against a wall. Because I have been watching US Love Island because obviously Australian Love Island's not happening. And the UK, I don't actually know if the UK are filming Love Island this year. They might um, because the UK don't care about coronavirus anymore. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the US Love Island is in Las Vegas and they don't care about coronavirus. That was a good TV show. Did you ever watch Las Vegas? That's a real old TV show. It was very good. It is one of the only TV shows that I've managed to be able to sit down and watch with Gage. There's like six seasons, five seasons or something, and then it gets axed and is left on a cliffhanger and then they, no one's ever picked it back up again and it ends on this cliffhanger and it makes you very angry. Would very much highly recommend. That is a very good TV show. I don't know where you'd be able to find it though. I bought it four, three, three years ago for Gage and it's a box set from Sanity. Sanity, there's a name I haven't heard in some years. Yep, they're pretty good with their uh, box set sales. ER is another one that I got yeah, from yeah. that I've only ever been able to find the seasons of ER at Sanity. I've watched that. I've only got, I don't have all of the seasons, but I've watched what I've got through twice. And 
There was another one. Oh, CSI is the only other one that I've been able to get through. Sanity is that. And just the, the original CSI is my fave. I've watched that a few times and I cry a lot in that. Okay. I haven't watched any of those ones. Would recommend Dr. Foster if mm-hmm. you like psychological thriller TV shows. Well, I've just told you that I've had to stop watching Hannibal and How to Get Away with oh, Murder. It's not, it's not, it's very psych thriller rather than thriller. So sense? I'm not going to have nightmares. I mean, the Titanic uh, gave me a nightmare and has been giving me nightmares since seven and I now have a phobia or a fear of getting on any sort of boat in any kind of body of water. Mate, you know about my wardrobe doors. <laughs> You're going to have to you explain it to the people. When I was little... <laughs> When I was little, I watched the very first video, Narnia. Not the remake with the really nice Aslan and animation Mm. and all that stuff that came out in the 2000s, but, like, way, way before that. I reckon it was probably the 80s. Mm. And uh, it was very scary and... Ever since then, I have not been able to sleep with my wardrobe doors open for fear that the lion or the witch or the wolf might come get me. So I sympathise because I know how it feels to be scared. It was 1988, mm-hmm. in case anyone wants to know, um, and apparently you can watch it on YouTube. <laughs> yep. Yep, you can watch it on YouTube. So if you want nightmares, I'll send watch you the link. <laughs> That's okay. But yes, so I I understand the Titanic thing because I have that with wardrobe doors. It's very much well, I don't know how to explain it to you. It's not like psych thriller like murder. It's like psych thriller like your brain is on lots of roller coasters and you don't really know what's happening and Way more drama, though. Like, nothing actually happens. Like, right. no, no one gets killed. What think. else gave me nightmares? I watched a movie with some girls in high school at a sleepover. We watched Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, heavens. I still, when it gets to, like, 12 o'clock, I still panic. Run away from the mirror. <laughs> for years. I had a mirror hanging in my bedroom. And for years, when it would get to 12 o'clock, I would hide under my doona at 11.58 to about 12.02. If I was awake, I was under my doona and it was terrifying. And I and then there was an episode of Ghost Whisperer. Yeah. Oh, with Bloody Mary one. with the bell. Yeah. Oh, that gave me nightmares. That scared the living shit out of me. And uh, an old friend of mine made me watch Paranormal Activity, uh-huh. all three of them, except she had a home theatre. So we watched them in the home theatre on a cinema-sized screen and I still have trouble sleeping. From the minute I watched those movies, I had to sleep with a friggin' nightlight. I think I slept with a nightlight up until I was, like, 22. Matt made me watch something, maybe Paranormal Activity, maybe some of it. So I don't think I've ever actually watched all of it. Don't. I don't recommend. Things like Dirty John and you and things like that definitely get into my head and really yes because they're real stories or they feel like I mean you's not a real story but it feels like a real story like it could actually happen whereas paranormal activity to me doesn't feel like it could actually happen 
Yes, but when you're told that it's a real story and it's a real documentary and not knowing otherwise and then going in and watching all three. No, no, and- totally. No, agree. Get it. Totally. <laughs> understand. Um, but the reason that, like, those things get into my head is that they're based on true stories. The Jeff Epstein stuff as well. Oh, yes. That, yeah, that's a whole other kettle of fish. Anyway, those are my um, favourites. I don't think I have anything to add. No, I don't have anything to add. Those are my go-to. Those are my faves. Keep you updated on my books. We'll have to do another, like, book review sort of episode in, in a few months to see what we've read and what we liked. Yes, because I feel like we've been reading books more than – or we probably have more to um, talk about with books because I feel like we have <laughs> a lot more overlapping interests when it comes to books. Whereas TV shows, I watch trash or at the moment I'm watching Narcos. <laughs> and that's that's the extent of what I watch really. Well, how about I go watch Handmaid's Tale? Oh, yeah, you can do that if you like. And then we can chat about I that. Because I binge, like, those shows, but I don't really go back and watch, like, I don't know, Bones and, like, stuff like that, really. No, but they're my trashy shows. They're the ones <laughs> yeah, but that I go back and trash. I mean, some um, people no, might. I don't lose brain cells while watching them. I actually, if I'm watching Bones, I actually probably get brain cells because I'm learning smart words. Are you learning how to put them in the right context, though? Um, I know that your ulna is in your <gasps> arm, in your forearm. <gasps> You should know I that think. already. Phalanges. You should know that already. <laughs> um, distal phalanx. I don't know what you just said. Distal. What mm-hmm. was the say? Distal phalanx. What's that? It's a distal word. Distal phalanx. All one word. What is it? Yeah. Um, it's a bone. I'll tell you. Hang on. Distal phalanx. What well, helps if I? Distal phalanx. It's in your hand. Okay. Um, anyway, I'm learning smart words when I so watch bones because all the of sentence. the science behind it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your fingers. It's like I think it's like yeah, one that's not part my point. of my your point finger. Is, use it in a sentence. Georgia has a distal fa- distal phalanx mm, fracture no. in her hand. Ah uh, no, sorry. Eh, wrong. <laughs> Why is that? That was the sentence. Thank you very much. You can't tell me I you're using my big words failings. and then say the only time that I'm ever going to use it is when I say I have one. <laughs> well, when else am I going to say well, distal exactly. failings? So I'm not a doctor or a scientist. I'm gaining brain cells, no, not, not losing them while you watch people have sex on the beach. No, that's a different show called X on the Beach. <laughs> 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 there is many a trash TV show out there. If you ever want to... Uh, a recommendation feel free to hit me up i've watched them pretty much all of them (laughs) gage really enjoys married at first sight i do quite like married at first sight it's not my favorite but i do like it i refuse to watch it but gage likes it 90 day fiance no thanks (laughs) love island bachelor bachelorette x on the beach (laughs) (laughs) anyway before i lose any more brain cells all right are we done? We are done, I think. We should probably say goodbye. Follow us at, on Instagram, MGHaveT. Yes, follow us because we need more followers. We sad. do. We need a bit of love over there. <laughs> we'll get there one day. Maybe. Maybe. Look, if we could gain, like, two followers, I'd be happy. 
<laughs> Wait, before we go, guess what podcast is coming back next year and the end of this year? I don't know. What? My dad wrote a porno. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> that is one of my favourite podcasts ever and I have never laughed so hard listening to a podcast. You got me onto that too because you, <laughs> your mother-in-law, your mother-in-law-to-be wanted to bond with you over this podcast and uh you didn't want to listen to it so i listened to it I for have you listened to and it. I, I do not i don't i just it's hilarious i just don't i can't get into it so hilarious oh. when my boyfriend's mom <laughs> mother-in-law to be still live in australia you can bond with her over your love <laughs> Of my dad wrote a porno. Anyway, it's coming back. That's all. Well, I'm still not going to listen to it. So disappointing. Anyway, Mm. MNG, nope. That's how we start it. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Can you say that again? Goodbye. No, you meant to say it like a robot. I didn't know that I said it like (laughs) a robot. First time. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Not that much like a robot, you idiot.